0: I'm Becky Hennessy. This is Living Through, episode 79, Reaching Out. Hey there. This is Living Through, a podcast for partners who have been betrayed who are living through as they recover and heal and reconnect. Hello, hello. Man, I am looking forward to today's episode. It has been a long time coming. I've been promising it for a while, and so I'm glad to finally give it to you. Today's episode and insights, well, quite honestly, they're going to come much more from wisdom that I received post-betrayal and not necessarily knowledge that I had pre-betrayal. Pre-betrayal, meaning Before my own, as a therapist who specialized in trauma resolution and who specialized in relational trauma, I understood the importance of having someone outside of a professional situation to be able to talk to and connect with and talk with. I understood this in the same way that I understood a lot of things that I learned in graduate school or by reading books or by seeing it help other people or by seeing the success of reaching out in my own clients. And I would oftentimes do my very best to recommend that reaching out and connecting to something outside of me and someone outside of me. In my personal life, pre-betrayal, when I would have times of difficulty, I would reach out as well. But that reach out was much more to just touch base with folks, just to kind of bring them up to speed or let them know what was happening, but it wasn't really super vulnerable and it wasn't really sharing the deepest, darkest necessarily, even with folks who had earned the right to hear my story. But understanding something, having a knowledge of something, that is very different than experiencing something and having a wisdom of something. Today, we are going to talk about the importance of reaching out from that wisdom space. It's, it's something that now, having experienced it, in some of the darkest times of my life, I find it to be crucial in healing, in recovery, and basically in existing as a human. Now, sometimes when difficult things happen, or traumatic things happen, or relationship things happen, we can feel so isolated and so alone. And sometimes We don't know what to say or how to say what's happening or who to say what's happening to. And I get that. I've been that. I've heard people say that they don't want to be a burden on another with their stuff. And so that's why they don't reach out or they don't want to put the weight of what's going on in their life onto somebody else. I've heard others say that they want to keep their business private that they don't want to be judged, that they don't want others to judge the person who created such hurt or created the situation. Some folks don't want unsolicited advice. Some folks are just so deep in the grief or the pain that they can't even figure out how to sit upright, never mind have an emotional conversation about all of the heavy in their heart. For me, I... I didn't necessarily have a problem asking for help. I've done a lot of work around that or saying that I was having a hard time or hard season. I've done a lot of work, my own work around that as well. But one of the reasons I didn't want to reach out to anyone was because it's kind of like once you write it down in your journal. (laughs) If I reached out to somebody and I told somebody about what was going on, then it made it real. Another reason was I didn't want to reach out because it wasn't only my story. It involved other people. I didn't want to reach out because what if they judged me? What if they judged the situation? What if they judged the other players involved? Ultimately, the reason I did not want to reach out was because I didn't want others' opinions about what I should or shouldn't do about it all. I I wanted my therapist's opinion. I wanted God's opinion. But that was all I wanted. Now, is that wrong? No. But that's not the full picture either. What I failed to understand in those moments was that the objective in reaching out wasn't for another's opinion or even for them to commiserate with me or align with me. The objective in reaching out is to connect to someone or something outside of myself. One of the biggest takeaways i received from recovery from healing is the importance of community, the importance of connection the importance of reaching out. I was reading this article written by Brene Brown a couple of years ago, back in 2019. And in the article, she mentioned that there was this French sociologist, Emile Durkham, let's say. I'm not French, so it doesn't sound fancy or beautiful. Emile introduced the term collective effervescence to the world. This is back in 1912. He came up with this term after investigating what he originally described as a type of magic that he witnessed during religious ceremonies. Now, Durkheim explained that collective effervescence is an experience of communal emotion, of connection, and a sensation of sacredness that occurs when we are part of something bigger than us. Betrayal, trauma, those are so disconnecting. We instantly feel disconnected when betrayal or trauma or both happen. And betrayal and trauma or both, those are way bigger than us. The pain is bigger, the emotions are bigger, the hurt is bigger. We need to match that kind of big up with more than ourselves. With something connected that is bigger than us that's the anecdote. I cannot even begin to explain the pressure that was released when one of my people knew what was going on for me, when someone who loved me and cared about me knew. And it was because of that ember of relief that I felt, that connection that I felt in that, that I then reached out to a support group and then over time to a therapeutic group also proposed that during these experiences of collective effervescence, the sensation of sacredness that occurs when we're part of something bigger than us, our focus shifts from self to group or self to others. Now, first and foremost, the most important reach out you'll make in all things, but especially in this space is reaching out to God. I say that because God will hold space for whatever you've got going on, and he is going to connect you to the next person or thing to reach out to. He'll plant a name in your mind or remind you about the offer that somebody made, that if you need anything, you can call them, or he's going to connect you to a book or a podcast or something. He's going to hold you and validate you and empathize with you and... He's going to bring someone else or something else in as well. Now, if you and God are on the outs right now, my hope is that you are actively wrestling with him so that you can get to a place where you want him to be the first phone call. You want him to be the first text. If you're in that wrestle, then reach out to a safe other, to someone who has earned the right to hear your story. This can be a family member, a friend, someone that you go to church with. If you don't have anyone in that spot, Reach out to a support group or a therapeutic group or a professional. As you consider this reaching out thing, this connection to someone outside of yourself about this thing that you never want to be outside of yourself, I'm going to encourage you to keep a few things in mind. One of my favorite workbooks in the healing world is actually a support guide to help spouses and family of those in recovery. It's published by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In it, there is some great advice on seeking the right support. It says, it is important to consider what resources or individuals are appropriate sources of help, when and how to share personal struggles with others, and how to use the wisdom in deciding what is safe to share. Some questions to consider include, will the person I'm sharing with be able to provide me with support? Will he or she have my best interests at heart, as well as those of my loved ones? Will he or she keep the information confidential and be non-judgmental? Is he or she mature enough and ready to receive the information, or will it be harmful to him or her? Now, as a therapist, and also as someone who's about three years deep in this healing after betrayal thing, I agree with those questions to consider. Who you talk to is crucial. What you share is crucial. If you're not sure, hang tight. There's no rush. Maybe consult with a professional. Definitely consult with God about it. If the person or people you're wanting to reach out are the right fit at this time, or if what you're wanting to share is what's going to be best. Another thing to consider is the resource that you're tapping into. There are organizations, sadly, therapists even, that keep folks stuck. I have to hope that that is not their intention, but that is the impact and their methods are not helpful. If the resource that you are using labels all of the people who betray as one thing or all of those who have been betrayed as another, if those resources tell you to not receive specialized therapy, specific to whatever's going on. If the resource seems to be polarized, meaning it's always this or never this, be cautious. If that organization or those therapists aren't using evidence-based practices in navigating trauma, things like EMDR or other kinds of therapies, be cautious. Ultimately, Trust your gut. Trust your intuition. If you decide that you're going to reach out and you feel uncomfortable with that person, that group, that organization, if it feels unsafe, hang tight. Get curious about that. That uncomfortable is there for a reason. Now, if it generates discomfort, that's different. Lean in to that. Discomfort and uncomfortable are two different things. Discomfort means some vulnerability might be about to happen, but discomfort doesn't mean it shouldn't. Uncomfortable, unsafe, that is very different. Again, the objective in reaching out isn't to have someone be on your side. It isn't to have someone hate on whomever you're hating on with you. It isn't to gossip or to try to hotwire connection by having a shared enemy. It isn't to compare suffering so that either you can feel better because yours isn't as bad or you can feel validated because no one else's is as worse as yours the objective of reaching out is to connect. It's to speak the shame so that it loses some of its power. It's to allow for some empathy to come in or compassion to come in. It's to breathe some reality into the fact that you are not the only person on the planet feeling how you do right now. If you have not reached out, if you haven't caught the vision or experienced the power of it, lean in Start safe. Reach out to somebody that you know will love you no matter what. Reach out to somebody who doesn't know you from Eve. Reach out to somebody who may be a complete stranger in a support group. Reach out to a professional. Just talk to someone. You are not in this alone. Even when you feel like you are. Jesus Christ walked this exact experience with the exact same perceptions and wounds and life experiences that you're bringing to the table turn to him reach out to him at the very least and let him guide you to who you need to connect with in addition to him because he will we just have to sincerely ask with willingness to do what he says when he says and how he says keep living through one reach out at a time. We'll talk soon.